Well, it's lovely to have everyone here this morning as we celebrate together at this family service. And I hope that you'll all have a lovely time over morning tea this morning too. Um, we've got some craft activities that kids are doing now, so I hope they have fun with them too. And this morning, I really wanted to, I guess, unpack the, the new Christmas carol, you might call it, that I sang this morning, um, just previously called We Have a Saviour because it really does do a good job of helping us understand what this time of year is about. You know, Many of us are pretty familiar with the Christmas story and uh, particularly like what we saw explained in the video, that Jesus came as a baby, he slept in a manger, he was given gifts of gold and two other weird things that we probably don't know about because of this story, uh, frankincense and myrrh, not really regulars on our spice racks or perfumes at home, are they? Uh, but today I wanted to open up a bit more about what uh, Jesus has done for us, who he is, what he's done, and uh, look at the meaning behind some of those words that I sang earlier in that song, We Have a Saviour. And it starts uh, pretty quickly in the song. The first words are, a child has been given. And those words are pretty amazing when you think about it, that God has given us a child. And John 3, 16 uh, to 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And verse 17, which is a bit that not many people have heard before, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So that's why we sing a song. We have a saviour because the purpose of Jesus, he came to save the world. You know, Jesus was that gift from God to us. He was freely given as a vulnerable child and he lived the experience of growing up, of life as, as you and I have lived. The purpose of this child being given to us was that we would be saved from eternity of condemnation. But, but instead, by the grace of God, we've been given freedom where once there was slavery. We've been given hope where once there was none. This is why that child was given. And the next line of the song says that the king of our freedom, that's who that child became. You see, Jesus was a descendant of the Jewish king King David. And prophecies were given that a conquering king would one day return and that that king would come from the, the house of David. A bit like, you know, the Windsors. Uh, we have the, the, the queen from the house of Windsor. Uh, well, this was the house of David. And the purpose of that king was to set us free. Now, some people thought that it would be to set the Jewish nation free from occupation because at the time when Jesus came, the Roman Empire was in full swing and uh, the, the nation of Israel was, was occupied by the Romans. They thought that this, this returning king would return the nation of Israel and re-establish them like it was in the times of King David. But what they didn't see was that this conquering king wasn't coming necessarily to re-establish their kingdom, he was coming to bring us the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. He was coming to conquer sin, to defeat death and to bring us true freedom through God's grace. And what a glorious grace we have in what we call the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. The hope that we have in this good news is this, 
that Jesus is the Son of God. That's what we sing about at Christmas. That he came to save us. And then what we celebrate at Easter is that he died on the cross and in doing so he paid the penalty for all of our sins once and for all. He rose from the dead and is now seated at the right hand of God the Father in heaven and he freely offers us the gift of salvation by faith in him through grace, which is God's undeserved favour on us. For those of us who repent of our sins and believe in him, And, you know, when you do that, you certainly have this joy that fills you and you want to sing. You want to sing for the light has come. That's what Christmas is all about. That's what the song is saying. Sing for the light has come. There's nothing more bright and dazzling than the free gift offered by God by his grace. And I don't know what is. And Jesus himself said in the book of John, the Gospel of John, in chapter 8, verse 12, he said he's the light of the world. As you see here, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You know, one of the first things God spoke was, let there be light when he created the world. And there was, and it was good. And then a few thousand years later, we have Jesus saying that he is the light of the world. We have for a very long time associated light with good and dark with evil, haven't we? I mean, how could you tell who the bad guy was in a Western? It was the dude with the black hat. The white hat were the goodies and the black hat were the baddies. That's how you always tell. That's why you could, you could root for the guy that was punching the guy with the black hat and you would like be all concerned with the guy that was punching the dude with the white hat. But there's a couple of things about light. The first one is that light always conquers darkness. Have you ever been in a really, really dark room and either lit a match or turned on a torch or even just seen a crack in the curtain? It can be completely pitch black, but just a little glow on a little button stands out. Light always conquers darkness. Another thing about light is that light brings clarity. You can always see see things better the better the light is. The third thing about light is that light casts no shadow. Have you ever seen a picture with a light shining on a match on on a background and you see that there's no shadow from the flame? Have you ever seen a picture like that? Google that picture. Because it's pretty amazing that the flame itself, when you, when you look at a candle, for example, you see the, the flame at the top. But when you look at its shadow, all you see is the stick of the candle and the wick. Light has no shadow. There is no darkness in light. There is no evil in goodness. And Jesus says that Jesus is the light of the world. You know, the Bible has connected light with God's goodness from the start. And that continues in God's Son, Jesus. He is good. He is light. There is no darkness in him, only pure light. The, uh, the song continues and says, Come and adore him and bring gifts before him. You know, many of us who have heard about Jesus and believe in Jesus, we come and we adore him 
and we bring gifts before and we actually do this and this has been happening from the day that Jesus was born. You know, when Jesus was born, angels shouted from their heavens, glory to God in the highest, peace and goodwill, goodwill to all men. And they did this in front of these shepherds and they told these shepherds to go and adore the Son of God, the King of our freedom. And the wise men, they travelled from faraway countries and they brought gifts for Jesus. And these are things that we as his followers still do today. We worship Jesus and what he has done for us. We give of our time, our talents, our gifts, our skills, abilities and even our finances to reflect our adoration and gratitude for who Jesus is and what he has done for us. We started this morning by singing a lovely carol, Joy to the World. Well, really, when Jesus came, he was full of, of, of that gift of joy for us. And that's what that song continues on. It says, joy to the world. He's brought us great joy. And if you were here at church last week, we did a great job at unpacking a lot of what joy there is in Jesus. And uh, if you didn't, then it'll be on the website soon or in our podcast if you want to go back. Then it says, worship the Son, this is Christmas. You know, Jesus Christ is, is truly worthy of our worship. You know, when we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Saviour, when we accept the free gift of salvation being offered to us by Jesus, that sparks worship within us of him who has set us free. You know, without the sacrifice of Jesus paying that penalty of sin, we would have instead been destined to a life of trying to earn God's favour, which to me sounds like a life of slavery, but instead we have the free gift of grace for all. I love that there's such great imagery of the Christmas story in this song because it says, sing with the angels, lift up your voices, join in this song of hope, this is Christmas. You know, there's this, this lovely passage in the book of, of, of Romans that really talks about the hope that we have. And I'm going to sort of explain it a little bit for you um, this morning. It starts off with, since we have been justified by faith. Now, I, know I, I struggle with understanding what some of these words mean. But it's basically, since God removed the guilt and the penalty of sin from us because of our faith in Jesus Christ, and declared we have a right standing with him. That's what that first sentence basically means. So we, we have, because of our faith in Jesus Christ, we are right before God. Since that, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So peace is possible through Jesus. Through him, that's through Jesus, we've also obtained access by faith into his grace, into this grace in which we stand. And so that grace gives us joy and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. 
You know, that's the amazing thing about hope is that hope has been given to us through Jesus. And I just wanted to really focus on just one little passage of this because I can't, I don't have time to unpack it all today. But it's, it's verse 2. Through our faith in Jesus Christ, we've obtained access into God's grace. So what we've done is we've obtained access into God's undeserved favour towards us and because of that we rejoice in hope. Christmas is all about hope. And that's because Christmas celebrated when hope came down from heaven and lived amongst us, changing the world forever. I mean, if you look at the world before Jesus came and if you look at where we've got to now because of Jesus, there is, the world has hope because of him. And, and that, is, that is Jesus, Emmanuel. And that word Emmanuel literally means God with us. And that's pretty cool that Jesus is God. He's God with us. And the song continues, says, Hear with us, tell all the world. Now, have you ever been in the presence of one of your heroes or someone who is famous? We have an instant urge, it seems, to tell other people about the experience we had. I mean, why do you think social media is so popular? We love sharing exciting moments with other people. In 2001, Kelly and I, we travelled to Sweden and uh, we were playing in a concert band on a tour of Europe and we played this concert and the guest of honour at this concert was Roger Moore. Now, I don't know if you are Bond fans, but I played my French horn to James Bond. Now, I was 17 at the time, and this was before streaming. This was before you could find just about anything you wanted to and view anything you wanted to. And I sent this email back to my parents saying, play this concert today in front of someone who apparently is famous, this dude called Roger Moore. Got no idea who he is. You know, and they messed me, what? You played for James Bond? And I was like, okay, I did. There we go. And then since I've seen those movies, I was like, ah, I'll play for James Bond. That's cool. You know, but those are the sort of experiences, maybe not like that, but we all have those experiences where we want to share and tell other people about an exciting experience we've had. And what better experience is there than meeting Jesus? who is the saviour of the world. And of course, we want to share that we have a saviour. We want to tell the world that we have a saviour and his name is Jesus. And because of Jesus, we are no longer lost. We're no longer searching because he's come down for us. We're no longer searching for meaning. We're no longer searching for purpose. We're no longer searching for why we are here. We have been found. Jesus came down for us. And it's in Jesus Christ that we find our answers. Your life has greater meaning to bring God glory. Our life has purpose to make known the greatness of God and the free gift of grace through Jesus Christ. And we know why we are here to bring the hope of Jesus Christ to other people. Yes, we do, we do indeed have a saviour. And the last line of, of the song is his love 
will reign forever. And I want to go to a poetry book of, of the Bible called Psalms. Psalm 136 starts this way. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. It goes on then for another 23 verses of the same thing. You know, give thanks to God for this, for his steadfast love endures forever. And I thought I'd save you those extra 23 ones. But verse 26 says, Give thanks to the God of heaven for his steadfast love endures forever. I think we get the point from, from reading this psalm, all 26 verses of it, that God's steadfast love is never going to end. It hammers at home time and time and time again. But this psalm, it, recreate, it recounts God's creation of the world and his care for his people and the nation of Israel and, and more, and, and all within the context of God's activity is all about his love for us, which endures forever. And, and here we, we, we basically become full circle. It was because God loved us that he gave us Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And today, if you've never met Jesus, if you have never accepted his free gift of grace, then can I ask you today to truly consider what Jesus Christ has done for you. He's paid the penalty for your sins. He's made a way for us to be restored in our relationship with God. And all we have to do is repent. Turn from our sins and believe in Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. We can have confidence in those words of Scripture that you will be saved if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And the question I have is, would you like to do that today? You know, I'd like everyone just to close their eyes and, and bow their heads, just because I want you to, to take the time to be able to think for yourself. And right now, while we're in this moment, I'd ask, would you like to say yes to Jesus? Would you like to repent of your sin? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord? that he is the risen Son of God, that he died on the cross, paid the penalty for your sins, was buried and rose three days later, victorious over death, would you like to say yes to his free gift of salvation by his grace through your faith in him today? If that's you, then just raise a hand today. And I'm going to lead us in prayer shortly. But I just want to give everyone the opportunity to respond to the offer of hope that is in Jesus Christ. And if that's you, you want to say yes to Jesus this morning, then just raise your hand. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you for the amazing work that you did on the cross, that work that solidified the ability for you to forgive our sins.
Lord, we thank you for Jesus Christ, God's Son, who died for our sin. We thank you, God, that you raised Jesus to life. And Lord, we trust today in Jesus as our Saviour. Follow him as a Lord. From this day forward, Lord, please guide our life and help us to do your will. And as we come to this time of Christmas, may we celebrate the amazing gift of love that is Jesus Christ, the amazing gift of hope that we have in him. Amen.